have just entered the building with your boys, King and Sane. Welcome to Shop Talking Random-ish, where conversation rules the nation and no topic is off limits. You know, this ain't nothing but healthy conversation. Now welcome your hosts, Rick King and Will Sane. Greetings, Atlanta, America, Worldwide Internet. Thank you for tuning in to WWE 1100 AM, The Real your shop talking randomish with King Insane and the lovely Starlight. I am Will Sane. It's your boy Rick Kang. I am in the building. I am on the boards. I am on the ha- behind the glass. I am. I shall be. I am. We got the <laughs> lovely Starlight in the building. Starlight, say what up? What's up, people? I am also behind the glass tonight. <laughs> Y'all know what this is. This ain't nothing but some good. Hold up! Hold up! Hold up! Hold up! <laughs> we got the super duper producer Greg in the building. Greg, say what up to the people. Big sure. Yo. Say, so, <laughs> say something funny. <laughs> <laughs> Y'all know what this is. Yeah. This ain't nothing but some good old-fashioned barbershop-style conversation. In this young barbershop, no conversation is taboo. We ain't got but one rule and one rule on the wheel. What's that rule? That rule is say what you mean, mean what you say. Just don't be mean when you say it. Starlight, please tell the folks to what to do. If you are local, you can call in at 404 603 770 or if you're in your mammy basement, please <laughs> let her know. This not one of the nine 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 Please let mama know this not one of them freaky deaky numbers. Every <laughs> now and then they get a little freaky deaky, but not tonight. You got sure winded on that one, dude. <laughs> <laughs> I ain't been trying to get out here and get some exercise, I, you know. I know <laughs> get I a little know. fat that in fact take over that. that that's Ooh. why you're Mr. Rick. That's why that's why you missed the Rick. Say something funny, Greg. I just did. Didn't nobody hear me. <clears throat> they did. Yeah. Damn, you should. <laughs> this is one of them toll-free numbers. Please, mama, let them call at one 7562 But right now, you can find us on Facebook Live and YouTube Live. I'm talking about right now, right down now on Facebook Live and YouTube Live. That's T-A-L-K, comma, up top. N-T-A-L-K, comma up top. N, talking random ish <laughs> on YouTube, talking random ish on Facebook, talking random ish on Apple Podcasts, talking random ish on Google Play Podcasts, talking random ish on Spotify, talking random ish on Audible, talking random ish on wherever the hell yeah. you go to find <laughs> name. Google right. the name, talking random ish, and we are there. But guess what? We are peoples, my good people. The shop is now open. What's good, my peoples? Living a good dream, brother. How are you? Well, you know, I'm trying to be the best man that I could be to make this world a better place. You know what? We proud Definitely. of you. We proud of you. We salute you for your uh, responsibility. Mm-hmm. Well, that's good. That's good. We got um the lovely Starlight is in the building. How are you, ma'am? I'm good, sir. I'm good, sir. Just hanging in there in this teacher world. It's been next week will officially be a year. Since so nice. the whole education shut down and kids were no longer in the building at my school. So that's wow. interesting. Salute to you guys for this because that has to be like one of the most nerve wrecking jobs to have right now because of how it transitioned from I'm interacting day to day with students to yeah. now I'm doing it all over computers. And some teachers don't know a damn thing really about computers as far as that technology point. Okay. Yeah, it's, it's definitely interesting when you're stuck in that world of between trying to help students and families get their oh, stuff yeah. and trying to help coworkers get their yeah. stuff, and you're just like, okay, so was I the only person 
with AOL disc and pointing and clicking <laughs> myself how to yeah. use computers. Have you seen like the parents like walking behind the screen with the blunts in their mouth and uh, uh, the, in their drawers and stuff? <laughs> Thankfully, no, I haven't had that. I have had to, <laughs> to, have had to keep a few students on mute uh, due to language and whatnot yeah. in the background. Students? Well, oh, not the, the students, the parents but in the, background? Yeah, oh, yeah, the parents, parents or the parents loudly Damn. watching TV. And I'm like, yeah, I'm going to need you to stay on mute. Right. You can't unmute today. Right. But yes. I've had a pretty decent uh, go of it. Good. Good. Parents are their best behavior. Come on, parents, oh, yeah. you have to be on your best behavior. Well, we do. Um, tonight is one of those nights. Um, a very important night. Um, we have. We gonna let them all introduce themselves. I think I got everybody in, everywhere they supposed to be. We got mamas and money in the building. So we also have fathers and finance in the building. We can go through because uh, we don't do no bios in the damn barbershop. This Please. is like a give back to the community night. Yeah. Because we're giving sure. you some knowledge tonight, thanks to our guest in the house Facts. tonight. That's a fact. Our family, our new, new members of our family. Please yes, introduce yourself going around the room. And can you hear us on the telephone? Yes. Uh, yes, yep. I can hear you. Yep, we sure can. Perfect. Okay. okay. Um, Perfect. Uh, ladies first. Uh, ladies right. first, please tell us who you are and what the hell you're doing in my barber shop. <laughs> I, I am Tanisha Steiger, and I am a financial educator slash financial advisor. My name is Patrick Graves. I'm also a... Uh, Financial advisor. And my name is Marcus Hunt, and I am a financial advisor as well. Go ahead. Go, go ahead, Laura. My name is Laura Whedon, and I am also a financial educator and advisor. My name is uh, Isaac Crumbly. I am an insurance professional as well as a financial educator and advisor. My name is Trevor Evans. I'm also a uh, advisor slash trainer slash public speaker. A lot of things, and I'm doing. And I'm not in your barber shop for a cut, but I'm here to do some cutting. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, let me get on to it with the first question. What the hell is a financial advisor? Um, what anybody, do y'all do? Anybody? Anyone? Anyone? What is the purpose? What is your purpose? Who's the spo- who's the spokesperson? You wanna go? Why am I? Why am I the spokesperson? No, I was checking with Pat. Okay. Uh, but we basically we educate families and people on finances, um, and teaching them how money works and how you can make money work for you. Uh, and we target our community, of course, because um, we are very much in need of this. But um, everyone, we you know we just try to get this education to everybody, uh, you know everybody that we possibly can. So, all right, so let's go. And what is the, and Isaac, you said you're an insurance. What are you, again, what's your title? I, I'm an insurance professional. I've, I've, as far as insurance is concerned, I've probably been in the, the industry longer um, than anybody. But as far as a financial advisor, some of these guys have, have gotten me uh, beat. I've only really, it's really kind of um, odd how we just all kind of met right before or right after the pandemic uh, while we were trying to, do various things as far as uh, uh, our, our professional lives were concerned, and um, <laughs> you know we ended up started starting this education and realizing not only did we want it for ourselves but we wanted it for other people. So I just kind of modified my business a little bit, which was not really difficult, um, 
I deal with health and life insurance, but I, I, I switched over. I still do that, but I switched over into doing financial advising. Okay, so let's so let's get a little background check on everybody here. So, Marcus, tell us a little bit about yourself and how you got involved with uh, the financial. Yes, this your background, where you came from, how you get into No, this? sir, this is not my background. Um, I'm from Maryland. I've been down in Atlanta for for some years, but um, definitely not my background didn't come in finances at all, nowhere near. But um, how I got into the business, my guy Pat right here, we play ball. At the same high school, shout out to Stevenson and Stone Mountain, <laughs> Stevenson High, shout out to him. But yeah, we played ball at the same high school, graduated, and um, you know, went our separate ways, you know, doing our thing. He played college ball. I didn't play college ball, but, <clears throat> you know, I was always a hard worker. And uh, so I started my, um, I started the, like years later, what, what was it, last year? Yeah. Right, right when the pandemic started, it was crazy, um, like around March. He uh he came to me. This of course we years later. Uh-huh. It, it was kind of cool how we you know we was on the field on the same team. Now we we still on the same team years later, just in a different field. You know what I'm saying? But, yeah, but it's cool. But uh, he came to me, introduced me to the campaign. Of course, I saw the need and I saw the um, importance of being a part. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because I could have easily just been a client. You know what I mean? But nah, this the education of um, part of the campaign is is amazing. You know what I mean? And it helps, it change the whole scope of money and, and, you know, ways to create generational wealth for yourself and your family. Okay. You know what I mean? Um, so uh, after he came to me, it was, you know, I was I was always a fired up kind of guy, but yeah, he came to me, he started firing me. I kind of <laughs> kind of got him amped a little bit more. So but, Patrick uh, introduced you into Yeah, us. yeah, he introduced me into the campaign. Yeah. So Patrick, how did you get involved in it? Okay, so... <laughs> I did seven years in the military, and during that time, I didn't really learn much about finances in that way. I was having a daughter, I have a two-year-old now, mm-hmm. and I started, um, I actually prayed to God before any of this happened, like, so I was praying about learning about how money works, just learning about how to create generational wealth, residual income, and I actually was working for Amazon. And I went into this office, wasn't even on my route, went into this office to drop a box off. And then um, I was introduced to the campaign. And now the campaign is, what our campaign is, mm-hmm. is we're trying to reach 30 million families by 2030. Now we did that, we accomplished our first dream. And our first um, our first goal was to do, um, affect a million families by 2020. Okay. And we, uh, we accomplished that. So we upgraded 10 years, we want to get 30 million families. And... Um, everybody on this radio station and everybody in this room today is part of those 30 million because we're just sharing the campaign. The campaign is about learning about financial foundations and putting that together in order to work for you because a lot of us know about money and know how to make money. We don't know how to put our money in places where it can grow for us True. and we can transfer that wealth down to our family members. True. So. A lot of times, like we talked earlier, we talked about um, when you start earning a good money, where does your money go? Does it go up or does it go down? Yeah. In our community, a lot of times our parents don't have anything. They didn't have anything. They put everything into us so that we can go out so our money goes up instead of the money going down. Okay, you said so. Is that is that the same as trickle down economics, though? Um, no. Would that, consider, no. would that be considered the same as trickle down economics? Well, no, that's that's actually going backwards economics. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah. <Thanks>. yeah. okay. <laughs> <laughs> yes, sir. 
I just want to, I want to be clear so yeah, that I listen yeah, yeah. understand that that's not the same. Yeah, yeah. Shot, did you, Ms. Tinny Shaw, did you get involved? Um, I was, okay, I was like, a, I was a bar manager for 12 years, and actually in 2019, that's when I joined the campaign, my, I lost my mother, no, I lost my mother in 2019, I joined the campaign in 2018 when she got sick, and that's when I realized, okay, as, as a family, we weren't doing what we should have been doing when it came to estate planning, getting things together, mm-hmm. and seeing the process that I went through with my father, and going through the probate process, and then realizing that we as a black community have no idea and no one's helping us when it comes to building legacies and actually doing that for us. And yeah. Actually having the knowledge and having the education to be able to make these decisions to make sure we have the money to be able to grow and be able to transfer and have black trust fund babies. So um, I've been doing this about almost three years and this education has probably transformed my whole family. I mean, right now I can say that I'm set for what I need to sit there and do for what I want to do for my future and my family, my future family. I'm, I'm not a mom yet, so. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. So, all right, so we got so, who else we have on the phone? Lauren, could you tell us how you got involved? Hi, yes. Um, I'm Laura, and I, too, am... Laura, I apologize. I said Lauren. I apologize. <laughs> oh, you know, it happens all the time. Don't worry. <laughs> um, but I, too, am from um, Ohio. I'm not from here. So, I've been here eight years now. Um, I'm actually a massage therapist by trade, and I unfortunately was shut down due to the coronavirus. And I had always, in the back of my mind, wanted to seek out more ways to make more money, you know, have multiple streams of income or make passive income. And I have a family. I, uh, I'm married and I have a 12-year-old son. And so I wanted to do more for myself and them. And again, because of coronavirus, we were shut down. And I just so happened to be introduced to Tanisha through my husband. They used to work together. Okay. And um, she basically just blew my mind with all the financial information. And really, the more she told me, the more I realized I just had a basic general knowledge of, you know, finances, like having a bank account. And so I wanted to know more and get involved in this campaign. So um, fast forward, uh, one day, myself, Tanisha, and our mentor, we were just having a conversation. And... Um, that mentor asked us, how can we make this business personal to me or to us? And so she said, you know, Laura, you're a mother. Why not do something for mommies? And I said, well, that's perfect. Let's do a share call and call it Mommies and Money. And so that's how we started that whole thing. But I just think it's extremely important um, for us to be financially educated. That way we can not only save for our future, but we can save for our children's future as well. So Thank you guys for having us on your platform tonight. Thank you for being a part of it. All right, so we already talked to Trevor Patrick. How did you become a part? No, you talked oh, to Patrick. Talk oh, to I talked to Patrick. You switched up. I talked to Isaac. I'm sorry. I talked to Isaac. Yeah, yeah. My bad. Patrick, I didn't talk to you. Trevor, how did you become a part? Oh, you know what? It's, 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 um, you know, it's very funny. First of all, I was to um, echo Lawrence and say thank you very much for having us on your, um, on your platform. Um, I've, um, I've been a public speaker now for going on, I want to say 13 years and I'm still with the same company that I, I spoke for and I was a, uh, a speaker slash trainer. I taught people the, um, the language of money. I was one of seven people that, that did that and I was contacted by that company to do so. Um, and one of the topics that I discussed, I didn't quite understand, um, the, uh, the vehicle that was used for what I was teaching. And then 
I got approached by by someone in our organization, and they kind of like um, they showed me exactly what this this group was, that, um, and um, I was very very excited about it. And so, you know what? I want to be a part of this organization because I definitely need to know more about this vehicle and how powerful it is, or or just just how powerful it is, and help me on my um on my circuit. So uh, you know, I came about that and did the whole insurance thing, and and I met up with um Isaac and Patrick and and Laura and Tanisha and Marcus, and we just hit it off. And um you know, a lot of my my knowledge is financially based um and uh it's very very um it's very um it could be good and bad because i see how much people do not understand about money and finances um but it's also good because i'm i'm who they come to when they want those answers and so to have the platform we have with fathers in finance and mommies and money it's a great way for me to 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 just download so much information that i have about money because my audience, you know, when I speak for the company, the, the other company, um, my audience is not is not black; they're mostly white, and so I'm I'm educating them on how to maximize their money, maximize their dollar and their returns, and you know, so I say, you know what, this has to be given to our community and our culture because there are myths when it comes to money, finances, credit, and debt that are that that most, if not all, people don't understand. So I just thought this is a great way to hop on my soapbox and teach those that truly don't understand how money really works. And um, and uh, hope that 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 helps families and helps children and helps people long after I'm gone. And I um and I'm I'm enjoying the ride and I'm meeting so many great people and so many opportunities to. to Discuss this because the topic of money and finances can be a it can be black and white depending on who you're talking to. Um, but um, it's 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 great to open up eyes and shift paradigms to show people that finances and money is not a a hard game. It's it's, it's rather simple. You just have to look at it differently. Those things that in the black community is sort of like taboo to even speak about. Yeah, yeah you don't you yeah. don't tell me how much you don't tell me how much you pay for anything. You don't tell me how much uh, how much you spent for something. You don't yeah. tell me how much you make. It, it is very difficult for us to actually talk about that. Well, we yeah. can sit there and look like it, right? We can right, look right. like it now all day. Mm-hmm. And we need to take a quick break to start. We need to quick take a quick break before we go to break. What is one of the first myths? Let's do that. Let's do that. Let's do that after the break. Because what I want to do is, since we already introduced everyone uh-huh. at the top of the hour, we're gonna get into what is the actual campaign, and then let's go ahead and start asking them questions about what we can do to actually improve the community. Okay. So um, what y'all getting ready to hear right now? Um, because we finna switch over to um, radio. Um, so you gonna hear the um, the end of a show, everything in your ear. But um, at the top of the hour, we will be back on air. And uh, we're going to get into the myths, some of these myths, and um, some of the things y'all are doing to help erase some of these myths and to throw a few nuggets out there to get us um, financially stable. So um, we will be right black, y'all. Please hold on, and uh, we will let y'all know when we come back on air. Um, We will be right black. 
thank you for tuning in to Talking Random-ish with King Insane and the lovely Starlight. Black, welcome black, welcome black, welcome black to Barbershop talking random ish with your boys King is saying I am Rick King. I am in the building, I am on the glass, I am behind the board. What's good with y'all? I am Will Sane. We got the lovely Starlight in the building. Ma'am. Y'all know what this is. Did I hear you? Did she say it? Let it get the mic. We also have the super Greg, uh producer, whatever he is. Extraordinaire in the building. What's good? <laughs> Greg, what's the long pause for? <laughs> <laughs> now, we got our super producer Greg in the building. What's good with you, my boy? Yo. <laughs> we also got family, new family in the building. We got mothers and mothers and money on in the building. We also have fathers and finance in the building. How are y'all, my good peoples? We good, brother. We good. Everything's yeah, wonderful. Yeah. All right, well, we are back in the building. We are back in the station. We are back. Um, let's talk this money. Let's talk this money. Sure. Let's talk this money. All right, so um, my we... question was, when you first meet someone uh, and start talking about this program, what is the that first myth that y'all have to basically go in and knock down in the, in the initial conversation, especially when you're talking to someone that's scared of money? Where they say that? Usually, when they say like so, most people like you know, we ask them where they save their money at, like where where they find where their money, where the money is gonna be safe at. They always say the bank, right? Or they be like, oh, I save my money in my four hundred one k or my four hundred three b, or I have an IRA, but they don't realize that there's tax implications on that. So you're not really like in t- a tax now account, like you banks or checking accounts, savings accounts, all that. Um, you actually get a ten ninety nine int if you put too much money in, so you get to pay taxes on it that year. And then a tax deferred, like 401ks, 403bs, yeah. IRAs, um, annuities, um, annuities as well. Uh, that's when you don't pay on the seed, you pay on the harvest. So you've been saving for 30 years at a company, 
And you're thinking like, oh, I'm about to get 300000 yep. I'm about to be okay. But then Uncle Sam's like, oh, knock, knock, how you doing? Get that. You owe me. <laughs> and then they're like sitting here like, I didn't know I had to pay that. And you're not thinking that the tax bracket probably could have came into play too because, you know, whoever comes in the office might change it up. So mm-hmm. um, that's usually the biggest question I always ask people when I meet them. Where, is, save. where do you save your money at? Okay. And most of the time it's always those two yeah, one of those tax now or tax deferred accounts. Yeah, because that's and that's the thing. We're all that's the, that's what black people are taught. You have a savings account, right. you have a checking account. Oh, and I'm it's only because of your job that many of us know about 401K. having a four oh one K. Now IRAs yeah. in those in, in those vehicles, we don't know anything about really because that's where I guess you guys we need people like you guys to come out and talk to us about. So right. what is a what is the first like small instrument that you would say or vehicle that you say that we should probably invest money into? I U L. What is it? I U L. What does I U L mean? And please break that down to us. As if we were five year old. <laughs> okay, Trevor. Yeah, I was going to say Trevor. He said, like a five-year-old, right? Yeah, yeah. Trevor, Trevor, I don't know if you didn't let Trevor talk about a five-year-old. I will break it down. I'll break it down to Teletubby style. Okay. You know, it's You're going to give us some riddles and everything. Right, right, right. Nursery rhymes with it. Give that pinky-winky set, right? Basically... Basically, an IUL um, it is as simple as it can be. An IUL is a bank account that is wrapped inside of an, of an insurance policy, okay? And it's done so for many laws that people don't know about, many reasons people don't know about. But that is pretty much the simplest form of an IUL. It really isn't an insurance policy, okay? It's really a bank account. Okay, a tax shelter and a money shelter that's wrapped up in an insurance policy. So the the insurance part of the IUL is just used as a governing body, you know, as far as the rules and that nobody can touch it. You know, it's not actually um, uh, the IRS can't go at it. You know, uh, it can't be garnished. All that, all that. So it gives the, it it gives the bank account. IUL, okay, it gives it the, the insurance out of it, it gives it the protection and the security that a regular case account, bank of America account, doesn't give you. So um, that's pretty much the basic, basic of an IUL. It is, it is literally the type of an account that a wealthy person would have, and that's where they keep their money. They'll keep their money, yes, in Chase, Bank of America, wherever, wherever mm-hmm. for convenience. For convenience, but but know this: here's a myth that I'll drop on you. Your money, your money that's in your bank account is not your money. Okay. Yeah. And at any time, anybody—not anybody, but the powers that be—can tell you you can go withdraw ten dollars or hundred dollars. Okay. Yeah. But if your money is in an IUL, nobody can tell you you can't get it. So, so, so you're, the, so you're telling me the protection of IUL. So you're telling me your IUL is basically like a savings account, but why is why are we calling it like an insurance account? Because for for my understanding, when I hear insurance account, I'm thinking this is money I can't touch. I have to pay somebody in case I die, and then my family gets 
$300,000 because I'm paying somebody $20,000, I mean $20 a, year, a month. So when I hear insurance and, yeah. I, I, and I know I speak for a lot of yeah, black folks, most, most when I hear insurance, yeah. uh, I hear insurance account, mm -hmm. I'm thinking this is $20 I'm paying for a company so that right. my family members can get 300000 right, right. But you're telling me that IUL isn't that or? No, IUL is, is that. But okay. you have living benefits. You don't just right. wait until you die. Mm -hmm. You oh. can pull money. Your cash value will accumulate. You can pull money 10 years. You run into a bond. Or you might need a little extra money. Fix your roof on your house. Or you pull from your yeah. cash value and your policy. And it's tax-free. Tax-free. You ain't got to if you need Wait, ten thousand, you can pull ten. It's a trick to it, though. Yeah. Okay, well, it's a catch. See, see, this sounds too crazy, right. true. So we need to. All right, know. It's the catch. Give me the. Give us the so catch. the catch is we have to be healthy. Okay. I'm so you have to. You have to be healthy. Okay. If you don't qualify for this, they're not going to give it to you. Right. So okay. if you, if you um, got a whole bunch of health problems, which our community does have that yep. high yeah. blood pressure, all of yeah, that, that's going to raise the price on what you're going to be paying. So uh -huh. I got my daughter one right now. When yeah. she turned when she turned two, mm -hmm. I'ma pay into it till she's twenty five. She's gonna have over five hundred thousand in that cash value. Mm -hmm. She's gonna have a million dollars as far as um, her death benefit goes. Yeah. But I'm watching that grow right now because right now it's cheap. She's yeah. healthier a newborn. And if you're young, this is something that you do when you're young. It's not something you do when you get older. Yeah, a lot can. of people but are looking. You can do it. You can. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. It's not something that you should you thinking about when you're when older. You, you want to think about this. As soon as you start making money, we want to be teaching the kids. So we had we had the schools. We taught some of the, some of the college kids. Mm -hmm. Hey, before you start making money. Understand what you need to do with your money instead of just spending it. Pay yourself Put, first. Pay yourself first. Yep. Mm -hmm. Put something in for contingency. Put something in there for your later life because you you know you're going to want it. And what does IUL stand for? Index Universal Index. Life. What is it again? Index, Index Universal, Universal Life. Okay, I, yeah, I got I to gotta type everything yeah, out for sure. For sure. I got to use this later on. For sure. For sure. My generation. And that's oh. 80s? <laughs> 72. I was born 72. Okay, so. Okay. So 48. I'm 48. Okay. You walk into my home. I've never heard about IUL. What is the conversation now? Because I am at a point where me probably getting it is going to be a lot more expensive than my kids getting one. Mm -hmm. So how do we go into trying to set up one for my kids? Well, well, first, I would say that looking at you, we will do a financial strategy first because you may qualify for that and you it may not be something out of your price range. I'm just telling you that what you're going to pay for your two-year-old to 18-year-old is going to be far less cheaper. than what yeah. someone who's had a little bit more time to mature, a little bit time to Space be in the world things, and yeah. things to happen, whatever the case may be. So I'm just letting yeah. that be known. Also time in real quick um you can put any amount as uh, patrick stayed with your children you can put any amount on that on that account yeah. for myself i i said once a year for my son instead of monthly so that's something you can also that's an option for you 
And where can we find like a, to go get an IUL? Where can we seek that at? Because right. I don't think because most insurance. Yeah. Hello, you guys. That's great. Nice to meet you, Pastor. Nice to meet you, Tanisha. Yes, sir. But oh, but yes, sir. But well, chances are, go ahead. Chances are, you were probably introduced to IUL by an insurance agent before. You just don't know it, and this falls onto one of the myths as well. Anytime someone hears about insurance, or someone wants to talk about insurance, okay, there's always, oh, I, I don't need that, or you know, I I got time, or my cousin's an agent, I'll just get my insurance from them, you know, so so. How do you get someone to talk about insurance, okay? How do you get someone to talk about insurance? Something that they need, okay? Mm-hmm. How do you get them to talk about that, especially the one that we have? I call it the Royal Flush. Mm. Because if you get any kind of policy, okay, that's the one you should get. I'm not saying that if you have a whole life or a term or any other, other policy, I'm not saying that that's not good. But it will be hard-pressed to get anyone to listen to us about the IUL, okay, because of the misconception of the insurance thing. So how I do it, okay, if I approach you and I say, okay, hey, um, if someone asks me, what do you do, Trevor, you know, blah, blah, I say, well, I have clients where I take their money and I put it in vehicles that get them a 9 to 12% compound interest per year on that money. Money grows tax-free, and they can withdraw that money tax-free. And I shut up. But if what I just said doesn't speak their in- or speak their interest, then that person probably isn't the right person for an IUL yeah. because because that right there, you tell me where you're going to get nine to twelve percent compound interest on your money, and it grows tax-free, and you can withdraw it tax-free. Tell me where you're going to find that. Most insurance. People that I have ran across, IUL has never came up in the conversation. Never. You know what? Um, I, I'm gonna tell right. you. I, you know, I'm gonna say this though, Rick, because, and I think the us military people can probably speak to this point. Way back in the day when we first were in the military, I remember people coming around telling us to invest small amounts of money and saying, by the time I get 30 or 40, 30, 40 years from now, I'm gonna now be. This money is now gonna be. Three hundred, six hundred thousand dollars. Is that sort of the same thing? I wish I could. I wish the most I've heard about was mutual funds. When I first got in the military, I had somebody talk to me about mutual funds. Okay. Um, but I've never. I last year was the first time I ever heard of I IUL, mm-hmm. and like, and it wasn't even from an insurance person talking to me. Um, I was just part of another group of um, money people and one of the guys uh, just so happened to be from um, D.C. and his big thing was putting money into insurance accounts. Um, Didn't understand it then but but the more he talked about it but my grandparents had an insurance guy long as I ever known him. Mm -hmm. The guy came around he took their money but he never said anything about IUL. Mm -hmm. My mother, same thing. And like I say, I'm 48, and the first time I ever heard of this was um, at 46. Mm-hmm. Why is this conversation not being had in our community? Right. Well, I think most we, we try to we try to avoid these conversations, as Trevor uh, mentioned. 
um, a lot of times people, man, when they see an insurance guy, um, you know, a, a lot of people that I'm just, I'm, I actually turned 51, brother. The brother that's 48, I turned 51, so I'm part of your generation. You know, we used to, we're familiar, we're familiar with people coming by to collect insurance money, as you mentioned, from your grandmother yeah. or from your mother. And then sometimes those people were unscrupulous and, and they didn't. Um, My uncle. Uh, <laughs> not all of them, but, but some of them were unscrupulous. And, you know, your grandmother passed away and she really didn't have an insurance policy. The guy was pocketing the money. So I've heard didn't all have, types of didn't, stories. Didn't have a pot to, right. yeah. uh-huh. exactly so when you when when part of it is us having to overcome that old stigma yeah. a lot of it also is us just being black um you know a lot of times people don't want to uh, when it when it comes to hearing something from somebody like you you know the white man's ice is colder you know, I, I can't tell you how many conversations I've had where people have had to verify what I say with somebody yep. white, yep. and because uh, they they just don't they just don't believe it. The fact that you are saying, "Man, this sounds too good to be true," we hear that all the time, and they say, "Well, just hold up for a minute," and then they call somebody <laughs> white, and they're like, "You know what? Everything you said is correct." I need Clark Howard to tell me. Right, right. I need to hear Clark Howard. Yeah, Dave Ramsey or Clark Howard need to tell me. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> So how are we going to break this? Um, what is just the introduction? What, just to doing this? what we're doing. Yeah. Uh, first of all, thank you for share. thank you for having us on, man, and giving and giving us this platform uh, and this 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 opportunity to not just educate on our platform, but to educate on yours. Yeah. And uh, we really uh, we really appreciate that. Yeah, I, I like that. And, and you know, it 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 goes a little bit, you know, further than just how can we break that. How can we do that? Oh, let's you know, get hold on, hold on. Let's get let's get let's get later on into the show and so we can get to the solution. Let's get that so we get to the solution of what's going on. But, I, but right now, let's continue this conversation about what can we do right now to like if I got this money, what can I do with it for right. starters? So now we got IUL. Mm-hmm. What is probably the next thing I can do? Um, let's say for someone who is probably like 48 years old, right. who's probably not in the best health, yeah. IUL is probably not the best thing for me right now because right. of uh, the amount of income I have versus how much I would have to put out. Mm-hmm. So what is something else I could probably maneuver my, another vehicle I could probably pull my money Roth into? IRA. Roth yep. IRA. Roth, yep. Now, what is a Roth Tax IRA and, and the benefit of a Roth IRA? Okay, so a Roth IRA is like a cousin for an IUL. <laughs> so like you have like, you know, the big mama, then you have like the. the, the, the I've, heard, I've heard of Roth IRA. So, yeah, I've heard yeah. of Roth IRA from Clark Howard. So I, I've always heard Clark Howard say yeah, Roth sure. IRA. So I, I think I remember Clark Howard. But, um, <laughs> but it's pretty much like you have the tax advantages just like the IUL. The only thing you don't have is the protection. Okay. Right. So you have the growth potential. You have the um, you have somewhat of a safety, and you have you have a tax you have a tax advantage. The tax whole point advantage. is the tax advantage. You want the tax shelter. So regardless of what everyone else is doing out there, what the wealthy are using, like your, their, what they utilize is tax advantage accounts. Yeah. Yeah. That's point blank period. You have That's to realize it. that whatever money you have, if you have 50000 10000 20000 you utilize the help. Sorry. You utilize the heck out of tax advantage accounts because the tax advantage accounts are going to actually protect you in the end. Yep. Then, and then in the beginning because it's, it's actually post-tax dollars. So the Roth IRA, is that instead of 401k? And I guess my next question would be, if I'm sitting here, I've been at this job 20 years on my 401k, how do I switch this over? Roll it before, over. Before we even say that, I, I don't want to 
I don't want to say that certain things are better than yeah. the other. There's is there's it, uses for everything that yeah. we talk about. So what you have your money in, there's a use for it. Now you come to talk to one of us financial professionals, and maybe we can roll it over into something that we can't get a great return for your money. But maybe your money's in the best spot that it can be in that right now. But like I said, yeah, and, but, and and Patrick, that's 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 great. You know, um, and but I'm gonna take off my professional hat right now, uh-oh. okay, uh-oh. and put on my and put on uh, my my, my 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 real hat, okay. The worst MS thing you could do is get a four one damn K. Yes. Okay. Uh, and why is that? Why is that? And say that one more time. The worst thing that you could do, other than doing nothing at all mm-hmm. with your money, the worst you could do is a four one k. Because first of all, what is a four one k? Now hold on. Actual, all right. This, actual, let me ask you a question. Hold on for one moment. Hold on for one moment. Because here's the thing. Now, from what we're told, because I, I, the reason I'm stopping you is because I want to break it down to what we believe right. a four one k is. What right. we believe a four one k is that. I have a dollar amount. I put in a dollar amount. My the business or corporation that I work with, they match, match my dollar amount. So now you're telling me that that is not the best thing. That's like one of the worst things. Yes, I'm telling you that. Okay. And here's why. Now, because first of all, internal revenue code IRC 401k. That's the actual term of 401k. So the the 401k is actually a tax code okay and anything having to do with taxes is not good for anyone that's not wealthy all right so so why would the government or anybody coerce you or, or convince you to put your money into a into a vehicle that's going to rob you of your wealth because of the of what of what you said earlier you know you, you're paying taxes on on the harvest of something mm-hmm. opposed to the seed of something all right and and the people that your companies, your 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 employer, whatever, they get huge tax breaks, okay, for taking your money, all right, and calling the four hundred one k, whatever, taking your money, and they're investing in it, and probably they're probably investing in it in a in a IUL, okay, or an annuity where they're making thirty eight percent compound interest and giving you what less than one percent, and mm. then and then. Tell you to um to, to you can't pull it out because you didn't leave it there long enough, right? And it's another myth, all right? Yeah. Okay. There there there's a penalty, yes, that you take that you pay when you withdraw from your four hundred one k early. But it, it it isn't a penalty for drawing it early. What it is is that people don't under people that don't understand the rules of money will always have their intelligence intelligence intelligence. Insulted because what you're actually paying is a 10% possession tax. Because whenever money changes possession, you create a taxable event. So when you give your money to your employer and he puts it into a 401k, you just gave your money to the employer. They now possess your money. When you want your money back, okay, you're going to create a taxable event at 10%. And then you're going to be taxed on whatever you're going to be be be, be withdrawing. So you're going to pay up to fifty percent in taxes on your own damn money just because <laughs> you didn't know what you're talking about. Got so I gave my money. Let me give you let me give you a real world example, brother. I have a client that uh, had one point two million dollars when she retired in her four hundred one k. She ended up uh, getting somewhere around after it was all said and done after she retired up getting somewhere around 
700, I think it was maybe 675,000. Mm-hmm. Uh, now, that's still nothing to sneeze at, but she had $1.2 in there. Yeah. And then after all the it's taxes, like the lottery. Yeah, that's done, the lottery. she was around 700,000. <laughs> that's like after I win the lottery and the government takes any money for the lottery. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But this is money exactly. that I think that I've worked for, right. which is totally different. Right. So how could you have helped her keep more of that money? Well, what I would have advised her to do if we had, if we, if I had met her beforehand, and this is just a client that I met as she retired, I would have had her take that money out earlier. Let's just say I had met her um, ten or fifteen years earlier. I would have had her take that money out. I advised her to take it out and at least put a large portion of it into uh, an IUL, um, so that she would have had to take that tax hit early, because like, she's still it's a four hundred one k, so she's going to get hit and she's going to get penalized. But she would have made up all of that money over a period of right. uh, uh, over that period of time. So uh, uh, one of the biggest examples I could give you is when nine eleven happened and the, the tax market, uh, the 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 four hundred one case crashed after nine eleven. Mm-hmm. It took them to, for for most four hundred one ks that were established after nine eleven. It took twelve years to replace the money. To get back to where they were, it took 12 years for them to get back to where they were at that level. Who wants to wait 12 years to get back to where you were? You should have been growing. A uh, IUL, if everything crashes, you do not lose. You do not lose. You only gain. So that's that's kind of the where I would have told her to be at, and she would have been growing at compound interest, and she wouldn't have. And then when she takes her money out. She's not getting taxed, brother, like you said. Like, I win the lottery, and then I don't get all others because they're taking the tax. She would have been in that situation where she would have got her whole $1.2 million. Yep. And, 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 and understand this. Everyone pays taxes, okay? The poor, the rich, and the wealthy. Everyone pays taxes. But here's the difference, all right? The wealthy only pay that. The wealthy only pay it one time, okay? One time. One time, right? And they pay it at a very, very low rate. The rest of us, all right, you're gonna pay it every time. Every time you, every time money moves from one hand to another, you're gonna pay tax on it, all right? And if you're earning that that income, okay, you're taxed in ways that you don't even know of. But so, in the case of you win the lottery or you you're you're investing your 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 paycheck or your 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 income, yes, pay the tax that you owe on the seed of what you have, and then put that thing in a compound compound vehicle and make up all the taxes that you that you paid and then some that's the difference the wealthy only pay taxes one time mm-hmm. that's it the rest of us because we don't know what's going on mm-hmm. we pay it more time than we should and then that becomes normal really um i got a question real quick before we um go to break um i'm a teacher so when i started um I was told to, I did do a um, thing with 403? a 403B, 403B and yeah. um, I also, you know, since I do, don't pay Social Securities, I pay into TRS mm-hmm. for the state. So how does that money actually, well, I closed out my 403B when I left the school, the public school I was at, and I was able to get, I think I pretty much got everything I had in there just outside of taxes. Um, but how exactly does that work as far as like the long run pullout or the long run um, for someone say that they have a 403B um, or just with the TRS money? Like how exactly does that work? 
Go ahead, Tanisha. Go ahead, Trevor. It works the same as a 401k. You know, it's just that a 403b is, is usually for civil servants, you know, for those that are in, in medical or, or, or in the um in the um in the the, the school the school and stuff. But um the only the difference difference is you can't close it out unless you leave your job. Okay. So everything's the same across the board with the four oh three B as a four a four oh one K. So you're still getting taxed when you pull. Oh, yeah. You, you, well, you, you, <laughs> on the harvest. You'll get taxed when you withdraw, yeah. You won't get taxed yeah. when you die. Oh, it, and that's the tax. dumbest thing. I see a state tax. It's like you gotta, you, you gotta, yeah, state tax. That's like one of the dumbest All things. You gotta tax. tax me after I die. Mm-hmm. The money that I want to leave to my family, you're gonna say, nah, give me some of that money, Troy. Well, mm-hmm. well, I just, well, well, why, why are you taxed? I just, well, please tell me. You, you know what? Let's say that to after the break because I do want to know that. <laughs> why are we taxed so much? And especially that estate tax. I do want to know why I'm taxed after I'm dead. Right. Because you just taxed me the whole time I was living. Right. Well, damn. I can't die in peace. Right, right, right. So we're going to take this quick break and we're going to be right back. March is Women's History Month and we'll be celebrating contributions to history, culture, and society all month long. The competition to land the part of Mammy in Gone with the Wind was so fierce. Even First Lady Eleanor Roosevelt wrote the producer submitting her own maid's name. The part went to actress, singer, and comedian Hattie McDaniel. Her performance led to her being the first African American to win an Academy Award. Stay tuned with Real 1100 as we celebrate women throughout March. You're listening to WWWE Real 1100 AM, and we want you to practice good hygiene by simply washing your hands. So enjoy 20 seconds of blinding lights by the weekend as you practice safe habits. I'm running out of time, because I can see the sunlight up the sky. So I hit the road and overdrive, baby. All done. Remember to stay connected to the real and stay really safe. Or just six. The staff here at Real 1100 AM would like to encourage you to social distance yourselves. While you may feel disconnected, you can always connect with us at real1100.com. So remain at a safe distance. Call, text, or email a friend and tell them to join you at real1100.com. There's a lot going on in the world, and your world is always changing. That's why it's important to stay connected. The latest news, the latest entertainment, the newest music. If it's in the air or on the air, it can be in the palm of your hand, wherever you are, with the iHeartRadio app. iHeartRadio. Over 1,500 live radio stations from across the country and over 15 million songs to create your own custom stations. Text IHR to 45495 to download the app or listen at iHeartRadio.com. Standard text and data rates apply. Welcome back to Shop Talking Random Ish with King Insane and the lovely Starlight. I am Will Sane. It's your boy Rick Kane. And the lovely Starlight. Super duper producer Greg. Say what up? Big Shook. And we have our fam- newest family members in the house. 
They're sure. from Fathers in Finance and Mommies in Money. Thank y'all for being Hello. with us tonight. Oh, definitely. Hey, thank y'all. Thank y'all for having us, sir. So before we so before we went to break, we started talking about these taxes and we started talking about the estate tax. The tax that I have to pay now that I'm dead. <laughs> now <laughs> someone on the phone was gonna tell me why I still gotta pay Uncle Sam even though I'm dead. Right, right. Who was that? Uh, you, I can give you that Ben Benjamin Franklin said there's nothing that is Benjamin Franklin Benjamin Franklin the man on says, my money, the man on my hundred dollars yes oh, he, also, he also he says that too. there's nothing in this world that's as certain except for death and taxes yeah. when you make money they tax you when you spend money they tax you when you save money they tax you when you die they still tax you. <laughs> so we had a little conversation before we got back on the air and I wanted to share that with y'all um, it's it's a big thing. That's so the biggest the thing that's taking away thing? your money. Taxes well, well, and inflation. And, and, and also, understand, you're not the one paying the tax. So you're dead. Yes. Okay? Yes. Exactly. Yes. So, so it, it, it falls right back to what I said earlier. Okay? You create a taxable event whenever money changes possession. Simple as that. So it's going from me to my kids. So now I created a taxable event. So now my kids are the ones who have to pay the tax. Mm -hmm. Yes, yes. Because whenever they money, money whenever from money hits his hand, you create the tax of the event. Uh -huh. This is crazy. That's, it's that's, like that's the explanation of it. Then that's like the craziest thing. It's like like you're saying, I save money or I I I insure make it, put an insurance policy on my life for my kids to receive this money. And Uncle Sam is like, yeah, you got money now. Give me some of your money that, that your daddy left you yeah. too. Most now, they won't get the debt benefit. That's they won't get that. Okay. okay. Yeah, won't get Which one is the debt? Now, tell me the difference between what's the debt benefit? The debt benefit would be the, the, the cash. Yeah, your face, your face value of your policy. Okay, that's so the, the $500,000 that's in my... So put it like this. Remember when Nipsey died, right? Okay. Nipsey had a $2 million life insurance policy. Yeah. That $2 million went to his kids. Okay, so the that's not $2 million. Yeah. No. They don't have no, to pay any taxes on that? No. Even in the futures, like this mm -hmm. money is sitting here. No. It's also, it also, estate taxes also vary by state too. Mm -hmm. yeah, so yeah. Some states, some states don't even have an estate tax. Yeah, for sure. Some don't have one. What state some is that? Do. Florida. You know, I, I don't know. Florida, Florida, I, I keep forgetting. Florida, 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 like, Florida, Florida seems like the craziest state. Florida, 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 no, Texas, New Jersey, actually. Texas and New Jersey have the biggest estate tax. Okay, so we know those are two places to avoid. Right. <laughs> right, right. Let's talk about this program. Tell us the program that y'all have. Um, how do we get involved? How do people get involved with this program? And how do they get in touch with y'all to get involved in, in it? Oh, the financial literacy campaign is real easy. So, yeah. like, when we have our, our shares, like Fathers of Finances or Mommies of Money, we also let people know there's a survey we always put down so mm -hmm. we can figure out what, what is actually going to benefit your need. Yep. Like, what are you looking for to sit right. there and help? Mm -hmm. So we actually, that's how we contact you. We get your phone number and all that information. Um, we set up a time, and then we just do, we just go over and we go over your financial goals, what mm -hmm. you're looking for, and then we just help you break that out by what uh, what you're actually looking for we figure out the plan for you yeah 
And says we all work and we we work with over like 150 companies because we're brokers. So, mm-hmm. you know, no no person is a one size fit all. Yeah. Like Starlight yeah. may not be just like Will. So no. like you know you guys have two different paths that you're going on. Yeah. But the thing about it is what we do is we we help and we go to the provider front, try to figure out which plan will work, mm-hmm. and then we go from there. Now the financial literacy campaign, you just find one of us mm-hmm. and we just bring you on in that's yeah. what it comes down yeah. to you want either want to be financially educated and right. you, or and be great or you want to be just financially stupid and then just <laughs> yeah let's keep going say, yeah let's not say that yeah. financially I mean, illiterate let's say that it's financially I mean, illiterate. I mean right the thing i want to say to the people out here on the radio station is um everybody's in this money game mm-hmm. either you if you want to be in it or if you don't want to be in it, you're, you're in it. So it's things that you need to actually sit down and take an account to learn. I know it didn't get tired in school. I know you don't feel like going to school again. But if you really want to win and set yourself up for your future, it's something you need to know. Because it doesn't matter how much money you have yeah. or how little money you have. Mm-hmm. If you don't know what to do with it, it's going to be gone. Yeah. I'm glad you said that because that's yeah. one of the that's what I think the group the biggest and the greatest myth is is that I don't have enough money to invest in one of these vehicles. Mm-hmm. I don't have enough money to start a Roth IRA. I don't have enough money because I make fourteen, thirteen, fifteen, ten dollars right. an hour. Right. Mm-hmm. So I think that is also a myth. Is it do you is there a number that you think that hey yeah how many we get that you, they call it pay yourself first. Mm-hmm. So you make it ten dollars an hour? Part of it works like this, at least as far as our program is concerned. It's not just learning about, I mean, most of us introduced ourselves as finance or educators uh, for the prime reason that it's really a lifestyle change that has yeah. to happen. Yeah. So when most of us come, so I made good money. When I came to this program, I'm, I've been an insurance professional for a while. I made good money, but I found myself before uh, the pandemic and a financial difficulty that I was like, with the money that I made in my life, I shouldn't be here. I am financially literate. Just because you make money does not mean you are financially literate. It's all type of football players and basketball players that earn millions of dollars that are working at Target right now because they didn't know what to do with their money. All of us are in that situation. So when you're talking about that, like some of the our classes are debt reduction, how to reduce debt, how to remove um, debt, how to improve your credit, how to build wealth and assets. So just because you don't have a lot of money right now, you just have to start somewhere. So if, yeah. if you've got some debt out there that's, that's been hanging over you, we help you learn how to remove that. And once that debt is gone, that money that you were using to pay for that debt, you can now use to put towards a financial vehicle. So that money that I used that, that was basically going toward that credit card or that furniture or those clothes that I bought on that Macy's card. Right, right. Now, instead of paying that back, I can now use that money towards actually investing in one of these vehicles. Well, Correct. With, with the complimentary workshop, so we actually probably we bring people into because yeah. the workshops are every day like there's right, six right. six yeah. days a week so it's not like you're just like oh i'm gonna miss one day yeah there's no. six days a week so like Three Isaac said, yeah well some days some um day, yeah. <laughs> isaac said you know one like day. when it comes to incre- increasing cash flow so you can literally be if you make it ten dollars an hour making nine dollars it doesn't matter what you're making mm-hmm. you gotta start somewhere yeah so you can sit there and do increasing cash flow debt management building a stronger financial foundation asset accumulation, wealth preservation, yeah. uh, retirement planning, things that like no one's actually bringing to right. you. 
in an actual everyday conversation and or you just go to a bank or Edward Jones, wherever you decide to sit there and go to, mm. they're not going to sit there and tell you yeah. exactly right. what you should be doing. They're going to right. point to where you should be going to, but you're not getting the education behind it. Yeah. Like people, they know the word compound, but they don't know, like, I mean, we call it the rate of return because that's what it is. But mm-hmm. the thing about it is no people, like not many people know what the rate of return, how it can actually benefit you. And at the same time, it can be detrimental to you. Yeah. If you don't know the yeah. actual rule to it, right? Sure. So you have to know the rules to money. Like Nothing. if you want to sit there and play win. a game, you can't just be like, "I'm gonna walk into this game and be, I'm gonna be, I'm gonna win." Yeah. Right. That's not how it works. I'm pretty sure right. that's how my, Michael Jordan was like, "Yeah, I'm gonna definitely do that with <laughs> Chicago Bears, like with Chicago Bulls." You know <laughs> yeah, what I'm saying? Yeah. So it's just like if you don't know the rules to the money, if you don't know the rules to money, like how you have managed growth or how you mm-hmm. sit there and even know the rate of return or right. be, like being able to save the little bit that you have, that ten dollars you're saving every day could be. You can if you know to save at ten dollars right now in one year, you'd be like, Okay, wow, I did that myself. Next year I'm gonna sit there and do twenty dollars a day yeah. and save that. But where do I save that? This is where we all come in and we all and we sit down with you and educate you on which ones that actually work well with your money. Okay. And I yeah. know you had mentioned the um number. Like how do we come up with how much the person can save, right? Yeah. And that's what I, w- I was talking about, you know, paying yourself first. Like you say, you let's say you make ten dollars an hour. Mm-hmm. You, Eight hours a day, you know what I mean. Ten dollars an hour. Yep. You take that first hour, $10. one hour. Mm. You know, pay your bills with the rest of the seven. You know, the seven. You know, pay your bills, yeah. pay yourself, have fun. Take one hour of each day. So you do that one day. You take ten times five. That's fifty. Fifty times four. Four weeks. Two hundred. Say two hundred a month. That's Sets you up with an IUL. Four hundred a year. Put you in the IUL and. You know, what? I'm glad you so, did that. Yeah, I, I would tell you. I love that you did that because I always say that's what we need to do. Break it down to the smallest, mm-hmm. minute level to where I can look at what you're saying. Right. That one day, take that one hour out of every day, take that amount mm-hmm. and pay myself with that mm-hmm. amount. Yeah. That if makes you can save your, percent. And if you can save yourself $10 a day, man, you have $300 at the end of the month. Yeah. That makes perfect sense. And most mm-hmm. people can do that. They yeah. just decide right. They, they well, want I buy that. alcohol. That's right, right, right. And I, yeah. I can't enjoy riding. And all. It's, it's, def- <laughs> it's definitely, um, it's definitely a sacrifice. Yeah. And when yeah. I when I went through this whole process, it was like it's an eye opening for me. Like I've been in the military, I ain't learned nothing yeah. in the military, but how to do my job. Yeah. The finance came up. Hey, go to the finance office, and I said, hey, something's wrong. Yeah. They fix it. So I didn't know anything about what how to make my money work and what this does and what that do, I didn't know any of that. So understanding this was something that I definitely needed. And and when you go out and talk to people, I mean, some people want to hear it and they don't want to apply yourself. We could tell them all day what they can do, but it's still on you to apply yourself. Exactly. And definitely it's not going to be something that I'm going to sit here and say, oh, that's easy because you have to do a mind change before your money change. See, I think that's another thing we have to let people know that this is not a... It's not an instantaneous thing. Right. It's not going to be an overnight. Right. Now no you're going to get button. rich yeah. or anything. Yeah, 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 no yeah, easy right. button. Discipline. Okay. Nobody gets Discipline. rich overnight. Discipline. Nobody Discipline. gets. Nobody that you see that's wealthy did it in a year or two. Yeah. Yeah. They had time to plan on doing that, or they've been thinking about it for six years as they might have implemented it a year and they made it in that mm-hmm. year, but mm-hmm. they've been thinking about and planning and getting their mind right for that to happen anyways. So if you don't have your mind right, it doesn't matter how much, how much money, money you make. You yeah. It don't matter. Yeah. Look at MC Hammer. And they're going to be far. You ain't going to get far with it. Shout out to MC Hammer. I love your pants, bro. <laughs> <laughs> like the pants. I like the pants they used to dance in, bro. Right? Uh, the dress was dope. Hey, how, do you, how do you get someone that's 
scared of money. Yeah. Because okay. so our whole our whole community. Yeah, I was just saying that's that's <laughs> a, that's us. How, <laughs> how, how do how do we start to change that mindset? I mean, I because like I say, my generation of forty eight. Yeah. My parents, they tried to tell me to put the twenty twenty percent away. It tells you to put a ten percent in church. Right, uh, right. Let me start on that. So, right. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Sure. But look, you ain't getting no return I, I, on that, though. I, I, you know what I mean? I got the answer <laughs> to the question. I got the answer to that question. Rick, how many people are very impressionable by you? Like somebody, they, they listen to what you say, um, they, they look up to you. You would say a few of them, a few people, right? Yeah. Yes. What we have to do as a community, as each one, teach one. Right. We have to get the people who was impressionable to us that saying, hey, I like what you're doing. Whatever yeah. you're doing, I, mm-hmm. I'm going to listen to you. And you teach them. You show them where is, where is that. If you can't teach them, show them where is that. You tell them. You say, hey, go here. Mm-hmm. And we're going to take care of the rest because that's what our goal is. We're not that's just it. trying to do it for ourselves. We, right. we see our community suffering. So that's this is what, you know, our goal is always to, um, well, my goal was to get to get to the money. Of course. I'm sorry. Course. That's I, I got into it to get to the bag to take care of my family. Yeah. But once I got into it and I seen exactly what I can do with this, I look at my community. I live off of Stone Mountain over in Redan and um mm-hmm. South Harrison. And I say, Hey, y'all got we got the hustle, we got the grind. Yeah. We just gotta know where to put the money at. Yep. It's a bunch of millionaires that we have in our community. We just gotta know how the game goes. We don't know the game. That's so how do is. we get so how do we get them to you? Oh, okay. Um, well, so I mean, honestly, that. that's where I think mommies and money finance and fathers yeah, and finance mm-hmm. come into play. Yeah. Because, like, in. the whole, like, he said, word of mouth. But um, yeah. even when I came up, when Laura came up with mommies and money, I was like, okay, now black mothers do pretty much damn near everything, yeah. right? Pretty much. You know, making sure that the family stays strong. Hell, so, a lot of sh- black families who have businesses, it's actually the woman who is the mastermind right. behind the place. Exactly. Because the women is... I got a bunch just, of friends who got businesses right they, now, they and, I, and every, damn near every one of them is their wife's business. Mm-hmm. But you're like the, hey, this is ours. <laughs> right. Without her, you don't have a business. <laughs> right, <bro>. right. <laughs> so quick yelling, ours. Yeah. But yeah, yeah. Go, go ahead. But yeah, and then, I mean, and like when Laura started Mommies and Money, like that, I was thinking what my father, when I went through with my father, I started Fathers of Finance. But mm. I'm not a father. I just, I'm a daddy's little girl, right? <laughs> so all I did was I talked to Trevor, I talked to Isaac. I talked to Patrick and I talked to Marcus and I was like I need to have a line of kings to be able to speak to the people and be able to have these honest conversations like bringing like the fears of finances bringing the the myths and the realities of of of, of money to the table and mm-hmm. be able to have that conversation yeah. or, and just having people listen in so I don't even have to sit there and be like oh well you know if you want to come down and sit, like, how about you listen in on a conversation? And right. then we can sit there and kind of influence and try to change your right. paradigm. We on YouTube, because y'all. Because that's true. Facebook, Facebook, we're going to let you shout that out. Yeah, well, look, we, we know exactly. We need to get everybody yeah, there. just cuts me right off. And so you guys all heard right. that, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, again, <laughs> again. <laughs> right, right. We just reiterate. But what that's all we have to sit there and do is like, hey, you want to just join us on the show. Let's, all you got to do is just, just follow us or yeah. just even yep. come on on Facebook Live or yep. just watch the show. Regardless of whatever it is, yep. we pretty much answered or are going to be answered all, all the questions. questions when it comes to finances, yep. when it comes down to it. Because fi- money touches everything. Yes. Yeah. And the thing about it is we try to, our whole point when it comes to uh, Fathers of Finance and Mommies of Money is to let people know that knowledge is power, mm-hmm. but 
it's applied more so applied knowledge, knowledge yes. is mm-hmm. where it's more powerful. You can at. know it, but what so, you do with it. Exactly. Right. exactly. So if you sit here still exactly. telling me, oh, well, I'm broke, I'm broke, then I'm, I'm going to ask you what the hell are you doing. Right. Mm. When if you're special, you're like, oh, I'm a big fan. Okay, well, what has changed? Or yeah. how are we help, helping you out? Yeah. Um, oh, I do need your help. Mm-hmm. But then I call you and you're like, nah, I don't Can't know. Do it right well, now. Yeah. see, that's again, you're in that, you're in this is a different mindset. So until you want to sit there and change your mindset, you're going to always be in that broke mindset situation. Yeah. How many of you guys are married? And the reason why I ask this is how do you get your spouse to go along with your money? Making decisions because some spouses, yeah, it's tough. Are like, hey, I don't, yeah, hey, get your money over there, right, it's right, my right. money over here. I don't, how do you get your spouses to go along with you, brother? You, you, man, you just, you just do a, a, a match onto a <laughs> <laughs> yo, it's we crazy conversation all the time, yes. Um, first, first of all, you gotta, this goes before. Man, we just had this conversation on the collab that we had. Yeah, you got to right, choose right. right, number one. I mean, that's that is like we the choices that we need to discuss before we get married. Yes, does she have a big booty and all that stuff? Don't get in trouble, right? Don't get in trouble. What's going to be real is how are we going to raise our children how are we going to build together true, and true. if you right. if you don't choose wise that's that's right off the rip that's the first part right. but right. after that you've got to what, what i found is you've got to be disciplined you've got to have be to. disciplined with what you were doing and you're gonna have to lead by example yep Hey, I think I think that it's very easy for us to be honest you think it's very, hold on. when it comes to hold your on, I'm sorry, say it again, Laura. Laura. I was saying communication is the biggest key when it comes to your spouse and your finances because literally if one person is the spender and one person is the saver and there's no communication there, then you're going to be in some trouble. For sure. So get on the same page financially is the big key. Yeah. Because I think finances is a breakup of marriage for yeah, yeah, sure. fidelity. Actually, yeah. 70%. It's, 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 it's the biggest one. It's, yeah. it's the biggest yeah, finances, thing. Yeah, finances. Yeah. What were you going to say, Patrick? So I was going to say, just along the lines of what Isaac said, but um, I feel that as a man, us being leaders, uh-huh. Uh-huh. if we're talking and we set our lady down and we talk about money and what our vision is, a lot of the time she already <laughs> in it with you. Oh, no. I'm just saying, a lot of times, oh no, no, I'm, not, saying, brother, I'm not saying. Wait a minute I'm, I'm, now. I'm, oh, I'm, no. not, I'm not saying. I'm, I'm not saying that she's going to agree. I'm not going to say. I'm not saying that she's going to agree with everything you said. Yeah. But I'm just saying, if you put it out there and she knows exactly what's going on with it, what you're saying, mm-hmm. she's either going to get with it or she's not going to get with it. Yeah. And that's when you're going to make your choice if that's the yeah. right mate for you anyway. Yeah, but that's that's after you've already married. Him. Right, you right, right, right. No, I'm exactly. exactly. We talk, I'm, got, ta- yeah. I'm talking about before. Beforehand, yeah. before you even yeah. get married, you okay, you, you bring okay, that's, that's easy, about before marriage. Got you the <laughs> before yeah, yeah, yeah. Why, Why you in it? Why you in it? please. Okay, I ain't married. Let's 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 hit it again. He's asking for who the ones are married. Yes, right, right. Think about it. Right. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. You know now. Okay, you can't do it. Go ahead. Go ahead. Now, I am married. Okay, talk for the married folks. I'm sorry. The only ones out there: Marcus, Isaac, and Trevor, and Laura are the only ones that are married. Yeah, right. Yeah, Marcus, yeah. Isaac, Isaac, Laura. Just, yeah, okay. it's easier to so, say Tanisha and Patrick are not married. <laughs> <laughs> right, right, it's right, easier, right, it's right. Easier to say. Right, you two hold off. <laughs> right, right, right. Yeah. But um, like Isaac was saying though, 
it's you gotta you gotta lead really and it's it's about really proving because mm-hmm. like she probably ain't gonna be with it yeah. you know what i'm saying <laughs> so you gotta show her you know what I'm saying? If you if you are putting all this work, all this time into a business and something, if she not seeing no no fruitfulness, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? It's like, what you doing? You know what I mean? So you, it's, it's it's strictly it's you just have to work your ass off and show her like this is the real deal. So you're like also this. saying do it before before you actually. You can't talk her into it until you can show her right. how it's working. Right, right. You can talk. You can talk to her about it. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, look, babe. I, you know, I, I really, I really, I'm really confident in this. You know what I mean? I really want to, you know, take this step and, and, and make this work. Mm-hmm. And that's it. You know She's gonna have her doubts. You know I have a that? colleague. Go ahead. Right, I have a ahead. colleague that uh, that he. I actually learned about the IUL. I was kind of. I wasn't in a position. I was. I kind of was ignorant, like we're, we're talking about here. I've been in the insurance industry for a while, but I had a colleague, good friend of mine, that told me about an IUL, and I didn't invest in it right away. You know, I probably waited a year, but he was telling me about his wife. His wife, he puts a lot of money into his IUL, mm-hmm. and his wife used, used to kind of fuss about, you know, why are you putting all this money in there? Doesn't it's a large portion of our check. Well, their daughter had an event to go to. And they didn't have the money readily. Like in other words, they needed like three or four thousand dollars right away, right? like in a, a four or five day period. And so he didn't have that cash on hand. So he literally just called the insurance company and said, "I need four thousand dollars out of my IUL." Now he's got hundreds of thousands of dollars in there. So when he his his wife is just sitting up sweating, like, "Oh my God, how are we gonna get this four grand?" And then he's like, "Don't worry about it, I got it." And then when when she when she realized, she's like, well, how much money do you have? And he showed <laughs> right, right. Statement. Uh-huh. At that point, she was like, well, you need to put more money in the house. <laughs> right, right. Like, but look, baby, keep on putting money. As long as he was talking about it, oh, she didn't want to hear nothing. But when she actually saw he got four grand just like just that like to that. send our baby to this camp, then boom, it was a completely different mindset. I thought you were about to say she was like, this brother got a secret account. G14 classified. It's not, a, it's not a bad account to have. Eric, are you on? Yeah, I, got three, I got three questions for the group. Go ahead, quickly. I don't know everybody's names, so I'll just say y'all. Um, do you talk with people about the following three things? How long do you want to live? How long do you think you can live? And under what conditions, fiscally? That's actually part of our, a, a part of our PFS. I mean, we all have... So it, it goes like, how long do you... Obviously, you... You know, when do you think you want to retire? Retire, yeah. Um, and then we obviously, our particular group, now I don't know about anybody else, but our particular group, we're kind of focused on health. So we're like, listen, what's your lifestyle? Like, you know, judging off what you got going on right now, how how realistically do you, long do you think that you can live? Uh, are you worried about, are you interested in making some lifestyle changes? We can help you with that. I hope, I mean, for those who are uh, in the studio, you're looking at Patrick there, you know, that's a, that's a tall, lean specimen. You know what I'm saying? This guy works out all the time. You know what I'm saying? So he, he's, he's there to he's try to show people how to, how to live, you know, in all aspects. So we do talk about that. Our group does. Now, most financial professionals, they don't, all they're looking at is a dollar sign. Yep. You know, they're not really looking to help people. Right. But we, we have a holistic type of approach. Um, you know, Tanisha, I, I'll let you share whatever you want to share, but, you know, Tanisha, had a, some health challenges herself because she changed around, you know, 
because she wanted to because of what was going on with her family. So we try to, and Tanisha does that for other people because she's lived through that example. So um, we, our group tries to, to do a holistic approach. Do you have a model? Do you have a model of what it's going to look like financially for a healthy 90-year-old in 40 years from now? 90? Yeah, let's say you got somebody who's going to be 90 in 40 years okay. or going to be 100. Yeah, I'm talking about Rick. You have a model for what it's going to look like? <laughs> right, right. <laughs> Brother, that's hard to predict, man. We, I can I can accurately, I shouldn't say accurately, but I can come close to accurately predicting their finances if they, if, if you know, things keep moving, if they keep planning like they're supposed to plan and things yeah. move like they're supposed to move. But, yeah. Yeah. you know, man, who, 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 you know, prior to, January 2019, who saw COVID coming? You know what right. I'm saying? Right. There, are pe- there are people that got COVID that survived it that now are on disability because they they got the worst symptoms ever. Their lungs are completely damaged. Mm-hmm. Their kidneys have failed. Other, before, before COVID, they were completely healthy. So there's no way we could accurately, you know, predict that. But I can say without a doubt. Oh, and that's what I'm glad you mentioned that. People use the IULs to take care of them. Uh, there's a there's a uh, long term care rider. Yeah. So if you become yeah. disabled, you can take the the money out for long term care. Yeah. So that's another aspect that we didn't discuss here tonight. Right. I'll just say. Hey, is that Eric? Is that Eric asking the question? Yeah. Yes. Eric, uh, I want to ask you a question. Do you, what do you think retirement is exactly? Do you think that's an age? No, I don't think it's well. Occupational retirement. Is just a decision. Mm-hmm. It's just a decision that's made. But um, retirement doesn't retirement doesn't mean you're dead. Retire, you still have physical right. responsibilities in your right. old age. Right. So, so what we describe retirement is is you having enough money to re- to last you for the rest of your life. So whatever that may be, you can be retiring at thirty five if you got twenty two. Oh. <laughs> Jigo got me. <laughs> Sorry, what just, still listening. You got, all right, okay, all right we're, we're back. back. A little we're bit. back. We're back. All right. Back. Thank you, Rick, for that. That's what's up. <laughs> you got to break right. up but, the monotony. But, yeah, um, so retirement is the money that's going to last you for the rest of your life. So if you're 35 and say that you um, be comfortable with making 4000 a month. Mm-hmm. So we calculate how much it's going to co- um how much money you need to have by the age of 35 that's going to last you to the estimate time that maybe your parents or your grandparents live to. So say they do live to the 90. We calculate from 90 um 35 to 90 whatever that amount is, we want to get you to that by 35 so that you don't have to work again because that's going to take care of all of your bills. That's going to take care of your living. Uh, it's not just for bills but right. just you to have fun and yeah, whatever you yeah. want to do. Retirement is you not having to work no more mm-hmm. or think about work. Yeah. <laughs> Enjoy yourself and the rest of your life. Enjoy that's yourself. What, <laughs> that's what do you work on the confidentiality clauses? Oh, yes. yes Most definitely. Everything that we talk to with our clients is not discussed or talked about with anybody else. I know oh, Isaac yeah. talked about a client he had, but he didn't speak any names. So right. that could be anybody. Right. We have a, it's we, just we, an we example. Have compliance that we still yeah, have. yeah, 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 for sure. We're, highly, we're definitely highly regulated, and we have our license that can't be revoked if we do the wrong Thanks. thing. <laughs> so, and we don't want that no. revoked. <laughs> so where can At the all. folks... Oh, what happened? So where can the folks find you guys, and how can we get the book? 
Alrighty. Um, well, personal, I can, you know. You, y'all can break my, it down to email. Yeah, everybody yeah, my, can, we, yeah. my email. My everybody can stuff, do personal, yeah. and then we can also do where can we find Fathers and Finance and yeah. Mommies and Money. Okay, Fathers and Finance and Mommies and Money. Um, Fathers and Finance, we go live every Tuesday at 6.30 p.m. Where? Eastern. Um, we go live on Facebook and YouTube. Okay. Um, Tanisha, she created our YouTube. That's it. She's the... I'm the... I'm the ah! Yeah, she, let her, let her, let her talk yeah, about it. Let her talk about it. Yeah. You're the social media. No, I started with the finance. I put yeah, out a yeah, YouTube. Yeah, she's the mind behind it. Then why are you talking, Mark? Please tell me where we can find everybody. Okay, so Fathers of Finance is on Tuesday at 6.30. Mommy to Money is on 6.30, same time on Thursday. Both are on the Fathers of Finance channel on YouTube. If you miss it on a Facebook Live or YouTube Live. And um, if you go outside of that, if you completely just just want to be involved in it, you can just hit us up, or we'll give you the Zoom um, the Zoom link or the registration link, and we'll yeah. put you on the panel. So you have any yeah. questions there, you can ask the questions on, sure. on the show. Okay. And if you follow us, you definitely you'll get all the links. You know what I mean to our workshops and stuff. You know what I mean, and you'll ha- you'll you'll have access to everything you need okay. to know about the campaign and you know what I mean what what. You can do how you can, you know. How you can join. You'll, you'll, how you you'll figure out everything. If you want access into, you know, that's in the financial world, all yeah. that. We'll yeah. break it everything down for you guys. Mm-hmm. And where can we get the book? Because you guys were telling me about this book and that yeah. everyone needs to get the book. For sure. So let's, let's go for with sure. the book. Tell me how about how can we get that book? Here you go. I was going to say, from this, what? The uh, Saving yeah, Your yeah, Future yeah. book. Um, She's a teacher. If you come to. Gold. She needs it. If you yeah. come to any of the events, Mommy Some Money or Fathers and Finances, we'll be able to reach out to you and connect mm-hmm. with you, get this book mailed out to you, or we can meet up. Um, we're friendly people. We definitely want to affect the community, so we're For out sure. here trying to get this information out to you. Safely. Um, so thank yeah. y'all again, Big Rick and... Um, For sure. Mr. Rick. Yeah, she didn't say... No, 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 no. no, no. Rick. <laughs> Rick, don't, Rick don't like that mystery. Right. <laughs> You don't like that message. (laughs) (laughs) But we got we got this um it's a blue book, but it's called the Cyber and Future Book, and it's the basic principles of building a financial foundation. So And it it really costs us like nothing. It's like four four dollars or four or five dollars. If you um the website we get it from, we order plethoras of it. So we just tell people like, look, you cash at me or give me five dollars and I just give you a book. It's yeah. worth it. it yeah, sounds like it's worth it. Very, very worth of power, it. Of, of all, but power. all of the financial concepts and stuff that we discussed is in the book. And especially when you want to go on the workshops, if you want to be a part of it, like be a part of the workshops, the book. This is pretty much a textbook, but the workbook that we also have to go mm-hmm. along with it is like another five dollars. So you pay ten dollars for your. Okay. Your, your workbooks and all your all your resources. And so, where are the workshops in person or are they digital or they on virtual? Zoom virtual. They on Zoom. Yep. Okay. Yep. They also were they were they were in person as well before the COVID yeah. happened. I mean, the COVID really took out the. I feel like the personality. Approach, yeah. yeah. It took out all the energy because when you walk into a building, you see a bunch of successful, excited people mm-hmm. talking about money. That gives you that feeling. Like, like that's like the money. only reason I stayed. Like I came in. I'm like, I'm like, dang man, y'all. Yeah. I turned up and I'm talking to a millionaire. Yeah, I want to yeah. see a Maserati when I pull up. I want to okay. see a few Maserati. Yeah. Max, you, you will see that. <laughs> you gonna see? You gonna see some? You see the Maserati? I'm not gonna lie. No. I think if I, I think if I ever got like to be like a billionaire, I'll probably be doing like the Bill Gates life. I wouldn't, mm. wouldn't even know I was actually having that much type of money. I, you know what? I, I, know. I, I know we got to get ready to go, but I'm glad you said that because I do say this. 
a white person does not have to look like they have money right. for people to listen to them about right. money. Mm-hmm. Right. A black person looks like they have to have the millions right. of dollars right. Right. Exactly. in order for people to right. listen to them. And that's six Grammys mm. and two Emmys. Cool. And Facts. So, cool. right. right. And I think that's something that we have to change that yeah. mindset of our in our community right. is that that person, why does it that my person has to spend all this money just to make you be able to accept what they're saying yeah. as to how you can advance. Right, right. I say this. Ask yourself one question. Has it worked yet? What I've been doing? No, no. I'm just no, saying. Oh, like, I'm, I'm, not, I'm not saying <laughs> that. I'm not saying about what you're doing. I'm just saying the people that you ask it mm-hmm. and the, the information that you're getting, do you really think that they're giving you the best information? Understand I look like you. I'm living the same life you are living. Maybe in different fashions, but yeah. if I'm coming to you about money, I'm not just doing that just for my health because I right. could be doing the same thing you're doing, doing my own thing. Yeah. I'm coming to you because I genuinely want to see you succeed. I want to see myself succeed. I want to see the community rise because if we rise together, then we get a seat at the table. Yeah. Then you won't see all this. Excuse Extra. my language. Thinking that bull. better than yeah. you. Won't oh, see I that think bull. I'm better than you because mm-hmm. I just want to look nice. And, I know. You know. We got to get so, away from that. <laughs> like, come on. We got to get away from competing. That's a whole other show. Once again, once, <laughs> right, once, right. once again, before <laughs> we get up out of here, please shout out your links one more time yeah. quickly before we get out of here because, like I say, that's the most important. Right. So they can know where to find y'all, get For this sure. info so we can get started on building our community. Mm-hmm. All right. My, my name is Marcus Hunt. My um, you can Facebook, you can search my name, Marcus Hunt. Um, IG, Instagram, same thing. My, I think it's like Marcus underscore Hunt, but if you just search Marcus Hunt, <laughs> I'll come up. You, you'll know this is me. Um, and uh, let me see. My email is wfgsolutions91 at gmail.com. All right, I'm going to give y'all my, uh, my IG and my Facebook. But, so my IG is going to be Patrick Graves4325. Um, you're going to see a bunch of pictures about the campaign, yeah. about financial literacy on there. Also, you can find me on Facebook. It's Patrick Black Tie Graves. And um, reach out to me on there, and then I can get you the information. I'll pass it to you. Um, Facebook is Tanisha Steiger. Uh, Steiger is Tigger with an S. And um, my Instagram account is uh, Journey to Queendom. And that's pretty much where you find all the content. And then, again, on YouTube, Fathers and Finance channel. All right. Laura? Yes, uh, you can just find me on Facebook, Laura Whedon, and again, uh, Mommies and Money under Fathers and Finance on YouTube. All right, and Trevor? Yeah, you can find me um, on uh, on Facebook, Trevor Evans, or you can email me at uh, trevorevans at trevorevans.com. And Isaac? Uh, I'm on Facebook, it's Isaac O. Muhammad, and that's uh, I-S-A-A-C, the letter O is the middle initial, Muhammad is M-U-H-A-M-M-A-D. And my Instagram is OC, the letter N, Atlanta. And that's where you can reach me at IG. All right. Isaac, you would be the one to spell out your whole last name. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad he did. People, people would be like M O H, and they won't find me. You know what I'm saying? I got you. <laughs> where can they find you, Eric? Uh, you can find me at You know how we don't care where they can find you, Eric. We love you, Eric, but you know we don't care where they can find you. Thank y'all, man. I want to thank y'all very much for doing this. Thank you for having us on, man. And hopefully we can do this again. We will. Oh, yeah, we will. Yeah, for sure. And hopefully we will. Education. Love to. Yes, sir. But um, it's about that time to sweep the flow. Yeah. Clean the clippers.
start light since your ass found it back. <laughs> the barber, sh- the the bathroom is yours. <laughs> the shop is closed. Get out. Talking. 